0: Welcome to The Practice, a podcast dedicated to unpacking the challenges and joys of being human in this unprecedented time. Each episode will delve into a different aspect of the practice of living, with the goal of leaving you empowered to go out into the world as your best self embodied. Hello, and as always, thank you so much for taking the time and energy to tune into this show. I'm your host, Brooke Davidson. In today's episode, we're gonna talk about a few signs that might indicate that the answer to whatever decision is at hand should be no for you. And it seems like before we dive into some of those examples, it's worth mentioning that our culture makes saying no challenging. Often, when we think of saying no, we might feel things like guilt or shame or fear. We might worry about being unkind. We might worry that somebody would think we don't work hard enough. At the end of the day, we can all look at the big picture of life and say, yeah, of course we're going to have to say no to things. In fact, we say no to things all of the time. By choosing to live in the city that you live in, you're saying no to living in all of the other cities that exist. You know, like just by process of saying yes to something, you're saying no to other things. However when we have to actually verbalize that no, or convey that no, or even conceptualize it in our minds, that's where it gets a little more challenging. So let's look at some of those signs. The first sign is that you might be doing whatever you would be doing purely out of guilt or worry or fear, right? You'd be doing it because you think, oh, I should do this, or what will other people think of me if I don't do this, right? I think of this in regards to taking on more at work. You're tasked with taking on another thing, and you say yes, simply because you're like, oh, but I probably should, I guess, even though your plate's already full. And what you have to remember in those moments is that by saying yes to that thing, you might be saying lots of little no's to everything on your plate then. We've all been there where we have too much going on, and in order to accomplish all of the things, everything kind of happens in a half-assed manner. And I think most of us would prefer that most of the time, things get done in a whole-assed manner, for lack of a better term. And there are going to be times, undoubtedly, where things don't get done up to the standard that we'd like. That is also part of how we move on in this life. And there are times where we could just simplify it and say no to something else in order to give the attention that we really want to give and otherwise are able to give to whatever's already on our plates. Now the second sign is that if what you're looking at is something that you would only be doing because of what others might think, specifically for approval or for this image-feeding reason. So this is like if you have someone in your life that you want to please and you say yes all the time because you think, oh, if I say yes to this, that'll make this person like me more or think well of me. An example in my line of work as a public educator If I were to extend deadlines for a student because their parent says, oh, will you please give my student a a deadline? They didn't know the paper was due. When I know full well that the student did know the paper was due, right? It's like if I just want that parent to like me or just want that student to like me, I could say, "Mm, yeah, okay. Or I could say, you know, actually, your student has had ample amounts of time in class. They've not asked for a deadline. They've not been using work time. No, they don't get an extension and uphold the academic rigor of that component. Now, another reason you might say no is if you think about the decision that you're making and you feel any of that FOMO factoring in, that fear of missing out. Now, sometimes FOMO is really helpful for us. Sometimes FOMO is what clues us into the fact that we care about something and that we do want to exert some energy and spend some time Doing that thing. However, there are also many times where we let this fear of missing out really encapsulate decisions. We think, I better just say yes to all of this because what if that's the most fun thing? Or what would happen if I don't? Or will I get another chance? And some of that can be kind of driven by this scarcity mindset this is my only chance to do this. When in reality, you know, Let's say the, the decision is, I want to go to this workout today because it's my only chance to do this, and I, I get this kind of fear of missing out component. Well, you could always work out tomorrow. That's also an option if your body's truly telling you like, hey, this doesn't feel like the right decision today, and you would only be making it based off of FOMO. Another example is things related to friends. Sometimes people worry, oh, if I say no to this thing, will I stop being invited? There's a great way to say no that conveys that to people. You could say something along the lines of, you know, we we can't make it tonight. However, please do invite us next time. We'd love the chance to hang out. Right? Like that's very simple, conveys that you are interested in maintaining this friendship and still allows you to honor that idea of saying no if it's what feels right. Now, when we think about the fourth sign that you might need to say no, it's that you think about this thing and you're truly not interested in it. You're just not interested in it. That's pretty significant. Now, there are going to be times we have to do things we're not interested in, right? Like, think about your job and your responsibilities and all of these different things, even taking care of yourself. You're not always going to be excited to do it. But when it comes to a superfluous decision... you're asked to do something or you're trying to decide if you should take on this new hobby or whatever and you're not finding excitement within yourself, that's a really nice way to simply say, you know what, I'm going to say no because then I have more time and energy to dedicate to the things I am excited for, which is a big yes in a way that feels very aligned. Finally, One other thing to check in with when making a decision would be this notion of what is reality most of the time and what is the exception to it. So, this is most prominent leading up to an event that you've already said yes to. Okay, let's say that you're feeling a little bit of nervousness, you've already said yes to this thing, you find yourself a little bit nervous. And all of a sudden, right before it, you're very nervous. There's going to be a voice in your head sometimes in these moments that says, why don't we bail? What if we don't do this? And sometimes it's that voice that we need to say no to. We have to zoom out and say, okay, I was excited for this. This felt like the right choice. All of these days leading up, but right before this nervousness is enough that there's that little voice that's trying to convince me to bail. And so that voice, if it is the exception, should be the thing we say no to. So my example for this is really fresh. (laughs) Just yesterday, I went snowboarding with some girlfriends. And leading up to the day, I was so excited. I have snowboarded exactly once, a little bit earlier this season. And this was going to be my second time to go. I was excited. I'd watched all these tutorials. I was eager to try again. And the day before, really just the night before, all of a sudden there was this voice in my head of, Oh man, these people are way better than you. Are you sure that this is smart? Or maybe it won't even be fun for them, or maybe it won't be fun for you, or all these other things. Right? And I had to pause and zoom out and say, okay, I had a fun time snowboarding, I've been looking forward to a second chance, and this voice is the exception, so I'm going to shut that voice down and say, you know what, nervous system, I appreciate you looking out for me, but we're going to go ahead and do this anyway. And that can be... A source of frustration sometimes. You know, sometimes we feel that dread going to the gym and it's easy for us to maybe be hard on ourselves and say, man, you always feel better after going. Why do you dread it? But if we allow ourselves a little bit of self-compassion, we might recognize that our nervous systems are just looking out for us. Maybe there's a little bit of nervousness and our nervous system says, hey, we can back out. Is this a threat? We can get away from this. And it's a great opportunity for us to Thank our nervous systems for trying to protect us and to reassure them that, you know, this is going to be okay. And then by going forward with that thing, we kind of show ourselves that we can be trusted. We, We kind of convince our more primitive parts and systems like, hey, you can trust my rational brain and the decisions I'm making that kind of override this some of the time. The flip side of that is recognizing when something really does seem threatening and honoring our ways of disengaging in those moments so at the end of the day a reminder that saying no is okay there are plenty of kind ways to say no saying no in fact gives other people permission to say no as well and anytime we say yes we're inherently saying no to a bunch of other things and so Sometimes that framework alone is enough to be helpful and supportive the next time that we truly do say no, because we get to remember that we're saving that time, that energy for something that might feel a little more important and more aligned. All right, thank you so much for listening. To follow along with my work, you can find me on Instagram at brookbeing. If you're interested in contacting me for a private yoga or life coach consult, please send an inquiry to brookdavidsonyoga at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.